0: Hello everybody welcome to the daily sip my name is Oliver and my mission is to make you excited about organic Japanese green tea and today we're gonna dive into is where does actually the vegetal or the grassy taste of green tea come from as some of you might know they're very very different taste profiles in Japanese green tea but there's actually in my opinion two different really different groups in green tea so we're not talking about roasted tea fermented tea or anything but just very plain green tea there we're gonna talk about two different kinds and this is actually one kind which is more the umami savory flavor profile teas this is mainly shaded teas and On the other hand, we have kind of the plain, more grassy or more vegetal tasting teas. And today what we're going to dive into is really into this vegetal tasting tea. How can you actually find it? And what is especially a little bit on the taste side, the uh, kind of major points of how this tea develops in your palate. So when we look about Japanese green tea and we talk a little bit more about grassy tea, sometimes even here drier teas, this is mainly driven by the fact that these teas, which have a little bit more the grassy, a little bit more the vegetable, or even some say spinachy taste, these tea often are quite strong in flavor and are non-shaded. So the main difference, the really main difference of not becoming or not being too much of a savory tea is the shading. Shading, as some of you might know, keeps the theanine at a high level of the tea plant. It doesn't change it to the catechins so a little bit more of the bitter particles. And then the tea becomes really this Savory and the liquid becomes this dense, really strong, full body flavor profile. Meanwhile, when we go a little bit more on the grassy side, we let the transition happening from theanine to catechin, but some of the tea they're really able to manage a good balance between this little bit more grassy and then more citrusy flavor profile and today what i brought with me today is actually a kukicha so this is a mix of stems and leaves but this stem tea has quite a strong grassy note and that's why i chose it for this daily sip. just to bring it a little bit closer to you just to show you a little bit and explain you a little bit the taste profile but first let's go a little bit into a bit into the visual side when we look at the visual aspect of this tea when uh, i bring you the leaves a little bit closer so you can see these are mix of stems and leaves but especially what is remarkable about this tea it's not a very dark green tea there's some brighter parts and a little bit more of a darker parts but it doesn't really goes go into this black kind of more intense kind of really deep flavor color where um, for example a gyokuro goes in which is nearly nearly black in its appearance but here we have a lot of green and a little bit of yellow due to the stems so it's quite a bright mix of leaves and this is especially when you don't shade a tea then the green tea doesn't get this darker color but it stays at this nice kind of uh, Slightly green or slightly green nearly going a little bit into the yellowish color meanwhile the shaded tea really goes down and glow goes close to nearly a dark blue kind of a very dark green blue or black color So this is on the visual aspect the main difference when we smell the tea we have a lot of kind of this hay, a little bit grass, dry grass notes, which are coming through. There's a little bit of kind of a nearly a straw uh, note as well, and there's kind of a light kind of. Uh, uh, spring flower flavor profile going with it. But it's not flowery, but there's kind of this when you're going the first time out and kind of the, the, the winter has gone and the grass is able to give its first time. It's, it's really nice smell and you walk just through the through a field. This is actually the taste you're getting. So quite strong on a little bit on the on this on this on this light grassy. Spring grass or also very fresh cut grass tone So this is quite typical when we go into a, a kind of a shaded tea or so more Umami flavor tea there. We have a lot of kind of, of of sweet corn We have also umami kind of this savory flavor profile. You also got some fruitiness So there's more these fruit tones with it. Well here we really stay on the grassy edge of the tea springtime fresh cut grass, grass, summer grass, hay. These are a little bit the uh, connotations or the links you're making on the cut, just on the nose when you smell the dry leaves. Good. Now we go into the first brewing. So this is a Kokicha. I don't have to brew it for a long time. One minute is more than enough. I just pre-brewed here a little bit of water, and now we're going to just dive. And I already get kind of this a little bit more flavor, kind of more hay flavor, a little bit of dry grass flavor. Quite an interesting tea. And I brought here my just a normal glass for tonight. And here, as you can see here, the part behind the holder is broken. It fell down one time, but the green tea or the teapot is still very usable. But you see here in behind, unfortunately, it broke, but this doesn't diminish in any way the flavor of the tea. So I kept it and I just use it from time to time. And, um, but I like anyway, a little bit more the side handle tea, uh, pots. So this one is just, uh, from time to time. I use it when I feel like it. Good, so now we get the minute through and let's just have a look. So, dry leaf smell, oh no, wet leaf smell in this case. So I got a little bit of a marine note, slight, but it's very, very slight, so never as strong as when I'm going with a, with a shaded tea. I got a lot of hay flavors, so hay notes as well. And then I got a little bit of a nutty almondy taste. Yeah, this is more it. So it goes a little bit into to the wooden almondy, so nutty flavor profile, but not sweet, nutty, so more of a dry nutty. For example, when you buy um, the almonds, which are not the unpeeled almonds and you open them the first time, you don't have directly this sweet smell, but you have a little bit this wooden nutty uh, flavor profile. That's exactly what I'm getting here. And a little bit of this kind of sweeter notes, but these are very slight and more on this a little bit dry grass side again. Good, and now let's go into the taste of this tea. So what you can see also color-wise, this one here is never as green as, for example, a deep-steamed Fukamushi tea. Or even a Gyokuro or other teas which are really, really heavy on this green, dark green notes. They get much greener when you brew them. Here you're much more around the golden color. You get a little bit of a of a milky tone as well, thanks to the mineral-rich stems, which are also in the tea. So this tea, for example, is quite much more going in the direction of a of a when you buy the tea bags and you brew them, it is a little bit going in the, this direction, but it's not at all uh, said that this is just a low quality tea. It's just that you can see you don't have so much chlorophyll, you don't have so much theanine and this then doesn't make the tea as green and especially when you do Fukumushi, so you have more of the brittle tea. And this one, this one gives a very strong green, bright green color. Mm. Mm-hmm. you have automatically a more kind of a lemony, zesty flavor. Directly with the unshaded teas. This is always when I take the first sip. This is the predominant kind of note I'm getting. If you're able to find a tea which is not too bitter and which is not bitter like this one here, then you really can enjoy a beautiful little bit of a zesty lemony flavor profile in the beginning. Mm-hmm. when i take it more in the middle of the kind of at the beginning i have this lemony sasty flavor and then i go over into much more of a summer grass and get a little bit of this hay flavor typically typically i have a little bit of a tingling of a tongue because this tea is also very quite mineral rich so when you have unshaded teas um, they are always a little bit more in this, they, they seem kind of uh, in taste, a little bit more mineral rich, a little bit special in terms of kind of this small tingling that you get on top of the tongue and you have really not this savory flavor profile, which you have from shaded teas. it's nice it's smooth it's a little bit slightly slightly creamy which is pretty nice it has a little bit of a nutty flavor profile as well Mm -hmm. but it doesn't drift off in this umami or in this savory flavor profile this is quite quite nice about this one here so maybe let's do a second brewing a very short one just see how it, it evolves in the second brewing Good. Only a short one, 10 seconds is enough. 10, 20 seconds is more than enough with any tea you do. You see the color is just beautiful. Still stays quite in the golden color, but cuts, it has a little bit more of a, of a green hint now to it. So a little bit of a more greener color. Let's see if the taste has changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it loses a little bit the citrusy flavor profile and of the beginning and the dominant kind of this hayish flavor the grassy flavor gets much more dominant and there's a little bit of acidity now showing up before it was just a slight tingling in the top of the tongue here. Now I have a little bit on the side, a slight, slight acidity, but it's quite refreshing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's really dominant in the second brewing. I really get much more of this kind of hay, a little bit of this glass flavor profile. in general, these teas, they just seem to be, if you're looking for a tea, which is kind of has a refreshing note, maybe also a little bit on a on a summer, um, kind of a summertime, if you want to even so still kind of brew hot tea, but you want something that is refreshing, a little bit more fresh, then I could definitely suggest you this tea here. It's a little bit less made, in my opinion, for wintertime. Wintertime, I like when the tea is full bodied. I like when the tea is kind of savory, strong, kind of nearly a little bit of heavy. Here you have much more of kind of a of a, of, a, of a of a lighter, kind of grassy, refreshing flavor profile. So it would be perfect to kind of, uh, when, a, when the summer slowly starts, the, the, the spring's lungs slowly, slowly coming. Then definitely, this tea would fit perfectly into your everyday um, day or start of the day. I would say, good. So I hope you you like this one here. Just today, a little bit about grassy teas and why they are grassy. I hope I could explain you a little bit around this phenomenon. Phenomenon. And if you ever have a question, please don't hesitate to ask me. I'll be more than happy to answer them. And until next time, and I'll see you. Bye bye.